Looking for a taste of the islands? Look no further than No Foods. That's NOH Foods of Hawaii. No Foods was developed to reflect the many international cultures and races of the islands. Hawaiian, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, Portuguese, Filipino, and more. Known for the wide variety of delicious seasoning and sauces. The products of No Foods can make anyone a master chef in their own kitchen. Easy to prepare and delicious in flavor are the hallmarks of No Foods. Again, that's NOH of Hawaii. This is like Chinese beef broccoli, Korean barbecue, Filipino adobo, Hawaiian Kahlua pork, and many, many more. Don't forget about the refreshing and very popular Hawaiian iced tea, sweetened with raw cane sugar and just the right touch of lemon. You can find NOH Foods online at Amazon.com and NOHfoods.com, also in many stores and supermarkets. As we say in the islands, say yes to no. Aloha. Welcome back to the No Name Football Podcast. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I'm here as usual uh, with one of my partners. The other one, if Justin Fields isn't playing, uh, he's out, I guess, Cat. <laughs> he didn't want to come in and no, talk about no, 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 he didn't want to come in and talk about that game. He picks and chews. He keeps telling us how busy. Uh, I thought the season's been over now for Carmel for almost three or four weeks. Like, how, how much are they doing Last up minute there? cleaning. Last, Last minute, minute cleaning. cleaning. I got you. I got you. Anyway, um, Jason McKee. Uh, we we know how busy they are up there. Those head coaches at these high school football teams. Thank you to all of them as usual. Uh, he's not here, but here today, my 12 year NFL veteran, 143 NFL starts, moved from D tackle. How many tackles did you have uh, for the Bears? I don't know. You don't know? I had a sack. Did you really? Yeah. First Green Bay. Do you remember uh, who, what lineman you beat? Yes. No. Oh, we we, we got to find that uh, clip. It was, uh, what was the dude's name Dave, from Dave, Michigan? Dave and Dean, they got to have that clip somewhere. Uh, the dude from Michigan that was a first round draft pick. Uh, oh, he was the, is that the guy who was the first pick of the draft? Uh, what, what did he go to name? Green Bay? Yeah. The, uh, the steroid guy? Yes, yes. Oh, man. You must have got him off his cycle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's funny because the, my first year was the first year they tested for steroids. Ah, yeah. 90, 91 was, or 90 or 91 was the first year they tested for steroids. That's pretty good to beat a first, I think, wasn't he the first or second pick I'm of the draft? Mandridge? Was Mandridge, that it? Mandridge, yeah. Mandridge, yes. yes. That was, that was my Tony, one Tony sack. Mandridge, Tony Mandridge, right? yes. Remember him on the um, cover Sports Illustrated. Yes. Remember that? He was, yeah. Yep. Incredible Hulk he looked like. Right. Man. Like you said, the cycle. What, uh, <laughs> what, what year was that? 91. Like we we got we got to call Dean yeah. and Dave, uh, maybe Tom Thayer who who's always in the film room at Hallisall. Maybe he can find it for right. us. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll find I'll those. Put that out there. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, here, well, James Big Cat Williams, as you guys know, <laughs> I'm Olin Crutes. Uh, he listed a No Name podcast. You can follow, find all of us on Twitter, and you can find at the No Name Pod on Twitter. Cat. Um, IHSA championship football was this weekend. The playoffs. We'll wait for uh, J Mac, I think, to go over the games and okay. uh, next year. But the winners uh, in Class One A, Lena Winslow wins it. Uh, congratulations to them. In Class Two A, Decatur Saint Teresa. In Class Three A, 
Coach Matt Bowen's team, man, Elmhurst IC Catholic, they, they're good football teams. Yes. Now, yes. I got to imagine Coach Paul Bowen is quite the advantage with all the film watching he does during the week. He gets access to everything, and he loves football. Right. That guy right. is as passionate about football as anybody I've ever met. Yeah, he's a football junkie. I mean, you know, you, he's one of those guys you sit down, and if you have any questions about anything that has to do with football, mm-hmm. he either knows it or will find out for you. Yeah. You know, he uh, – yeah, I mean, I, I sit down and I go over the little things that he breaks down and he is, you know, very in depth. And I can only imagine that, you know, that's why that team is so good because he carries that to his high school football team. Yeah, I mean, congr- congratulations to that, man. And um, Class 4A, Springfield, Sacred Heart, Griffin wins it. Class 5A, Nazareth, uh, team we played, Cat, very well coached. They got some studs. On their defensive line, yeah, stud. So anyway, uh, they win it. Uh, they they go through a, um, you know, I think they they might have barely made it into the playoffs, but they play a tough schedule. They play a lot of tough teams, and then they play five A. But they're a good football team, yeah. well coached. Yeah. Um, class six A. I don't know if you saw this. Someone tagged me on Twitter. Uh, East St. Louis beat Crystal Lake. Did you see the picture? No. Of the captains. No. So East East St. Louis has a young man. He's going to Alabama. Right. Offensive linemen. Yes. yes. They're huge. I've seen, yes. They're huge. Yes. Um, <laughs> don't know much about that program. I'm going to have to learn about it a little bit. Yeah. And, and just, they're doing a nice job down there. They, they, they get some, they get some football players in that area, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. I, don't, yes. I don't know. I mean, I, I credit Prairie Ridge for not leaving after the coin toss. From what I saw, <laughs> because because cat that looked like a mismatch. They are all they are always stacked, right? They are always stacked, and you know they have good young athletes. But like you said, they are able to come up every year with size. Mm-hmm. That offensive and defensive line, they put some kids out there, and yeah, I remember uh, what was it, two years ago when Leo and those guys were here and. Uh, you know, we we had made a nice deep run into the playoffs. If we'd have won one more, we'd have gone to play East St. Louis. Did you watch film? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit going into that. Yeah, it wasn't going to be pretty. Man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I mean, if you have a, somebody, I, I got to get, obviously, a young man's name. Um, we'd like to give him a shout out. You're, you're in a scholarship to Alabama. Yeah. You're a good ball player. Right. right? Yes. If Nick Saban yes. and them are coming down to see you in East St. Louis, um, you, you, you've done something, man. You're, yeah. you popped on film. So, uh, first of all, I'd like to see some film on him. And second of all, obviously, as two former linemen, we should probably know his name so we can right. follow. You know, we always <laughs> want to follow, uh, young men that are, that are trying to accomplish something in football. So, uh, we'll get on that. 7A, uh, Chicago Mount Carmel beats Batavia. Uh, I think they finished, uh, Jordan Lynch's team probably finished number one in all the rankings, right? They had a great year, man. They're a good football team. And then, uh, in 8A, Loyola and Lincoln Way East. It was a good ball game. I, I got to watch that game. I came home, uh, Illinois beat Northwestern. I went to watch Josh and, you know, James's team down there at Northwestern. Nice for us. 15 minute drive, uh, right down there to let's Evanston. Not, let's not talk about yeah, the drive. I know, bro. man. I'm sorry. That's why, that's why when you told me the story about the eight hour drive, cat, I wouldn't say much. And you're like, where'd you go? I was like, you don't want to know. Yeah, right. You don't want to know. Hey, just uh, down by the lake, dude. <laughs> three pretzels, three pretzels, two hot dogs, and six beers later, cat, the game was over and I was on a diet. But, uh, Illinois did look 
uh, Coach Bielema turned. What, what, a, what a year they had. Congratulations yeah, no to doubt. Illinois. And, Congratulations. Uh, they you know, earned their first bowl uh, appearance in quite a while. So they, they did a nice job this year. Um, if I'm Northwestern, I don't panic. Coach Fitz will get that right. I, I I just I just think he I think it's a tough place to win. Yeah, I think he does a nice job. Uh, they've had some, they're on a little bit of a bad run right now. Um, I don't know how many injuries he had. Look like didn't look like his starters were on the field. Okay, I think they went to a true freshman quarterback late, Jack Lausch. Jack or Jake Lausch? He's from Brother Rice. I watched him play against James uh, when James is at Loyola. My son James. Good football player, man. So okay. they got to have a young, good quarterback. I think he'll develop. Um, they got the number one lineman in the draft, I think. Number 77 for Northwestern. Left Kiddies. tackle, right? Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. He walked on the field. I said, oh, yeah. yeah. There he is. <laughs> he looks and that far, right? Yeah. He walked out. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a monster. But Illinois took the game uh, pretty easily. Uh, Northwestern was kind of outmatched. But anyway, I got home. I watched Loyola versus Lincoln Way East. Uh, Loyola ran a, a flea flicker to start the game. Uh, they win the game only 13-3. to Right. That was a close tough, game. Tough yeah. game. Tough yeah, game. That was a close game. Uh, Lincoln Way East, they, Coach Z always does a nice job down there. Coach Holasek, man. I mean, the run he's on. Yeah. I, I don't want to get him taken away from Loyola. Somebody's got to give it. I don't know if he wants to. I don't, right. I don't never talk to Coach Holosek about his dreams or aspirations. I think he could run a college program. I think he could. He's basically running one. I was getting ready yeah. to say, isn't Loyola Loyola is a mini yes. college? Yes. Yeah, they He's doing a good job. Right. They, they yeah. have they have a lot of alumni support. Uh, a lot of those coaches are either teachers or alumni. Okay. Right. I think Holosek may be the only one who didn't go to Loyola who's on that sideline. And you see, like, but even like Grace's basketball team, my daughter Grace plays basketball. They have two, two like older guys who I think they both went to Loyola to help coach. Okay. They got good, they got good program going. They have people who care about their right. athletics, which means a lot. Yes. Right. But, but congratulations to Loyola. Obviously, uh, my two sons went there. It's good to see Coach Holliseg win another state title. Um, those kids know know a lot of them. They play with Josh and James, so it was fun to watch. It was yeah. fun, and I know Coach Z. Um, I knew his team was going to play. They're, that's this tough. Those kids are tough. Linky Way East is tough kids, man. That D line was tough. Really? Yeah, yeah. I watched the game. It was offensive line was tough. They got this quarterback. I mean, can't be more than a buck thirty. Runs the ball, gets hit. Um, every time he, gets, he got hit, cat. He got, uh, Brooks Bar. You know Brooks Bar. Yeah. You go to Michigan. Yeah. Um, what is he, 6'6", 290? He fall on him. I was like, oh, man, that poor kid. Kid, bounce up. Bounce up, cat. Shake it off, man. I give him credit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, when someone, I don't know, they, they, they said his height and weight. I said, that's not it. I was 6'4 in high school too, cat. But, but I wasn't 6'4". You know what I mean? Uh, uh, when I went to the combine, they had me at 6'2 and a quarter. I I eked out that quarter, cat. Eked it out, man. Hey. They were like, stand on your heels. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> stand on my heels? Hold on. I used to, I'm used to being on my toes. I'm going to roll forward a little bit, man. Let me roll forward a little bit. <laughs> Something you never have to worry about, right? <laughs> it's funny because you're so worried about your height. And then you get to the NFL, you could care less. Right. I could care less. Am I blocking somebody or not? That's, that's, all, that's all they care about. That's all they care about. That's all they yeah. care about. Can, yeah. can you do your job? Yeah. Well, the season ends, man. Long year for, for those kids. I, I give them credit for playing that many football games, playing all the way past Thanksgiving. Uh, but ends down there in Champaign must have been a blast. Yeah. You know, oh, even yeah. the teams that, that didn't win, what an accomplishment to get down there. 
play in the championship football game, get that experience, play in a college stadium. Um, uh, just congratulations to everybody. Uh, another great high school football year. Hopefully they figured out, I'll ask somebody, hopefully they figured out how to get the parents to see the 8A champs. You know, one year we went down there, IHSA security guards, they think they're protecting the White House. They're not. Right. Anyway, I won't. I won't roll on this this, this podcast uh, on my that's personal. A, that's another hour. On my personal vendetta. <laughs> uh, personal vendetta, cat. Anyway, um, from what I understand, they, they they figured it out somehow. I don't know. Maybe the coaches figured it out. Someone figured it out. Someone's got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 they're holding your kids away from you, like you can't see it. Okay. Anyway, come on, man. Come it's on. High school, high, high school football. football yes. It's high school football. Uh, under, under the guise of we're keeping everybody safe. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you very much. <laughs> think we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I remember I had one security guard tell me. He looked at me. He was like, "This is high school football. You need to relax." And I was like, "Oh, because you understand." what the next level is. That's why, right? Because you... Right. No. <laughs> stop, stop. Uh, First of all, don't tell me to relax. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, three I, I am relaxed. Son won a championship football game. Uh, uh, family flew from Hawaii. The first time we got to see him was three hours later at Loyola. Because right. they, Anyway, yeah. I think they figured it out, Cat. Hopefully. Um, we'll move on. Chicago Bears, Cat. They went into New York undermanned. They got more undermanned as yeah. the game went on. Uh, they're dealing with a lot of injuries. Hopefully, some guys come back. Justin Fields doesn't play, so I so I guess where I'll, start, where I'll start with you is the question we've asked on this podcast: Is Justin Fields went on his run? Is this sustainable? Can he stay healthy? Can he? Can they play this style of football and keep Justin Fields on the field, even if they surround him with the talent that they want to surround him? Say they do have a top 10 left tackle. Say they have a top 15 right guard. Say they have a top five receiver. Good running backs. Can he still stay healthy, Cat, in this style of offense is my question. Yeah, and I was, you know, it always goes back to my sofa. I was sitting on my sofa and I was- Everything I was else. Right, yeah, everything goes back <laughs> to my sofa. Um, I do some of my best thinking on my sofa. Mm-hmm. I do my only thinking. Yeah, that's all. I, can't, I don't think anywhere else. Oh, uh, uh, there and then when I do my wordle in the morning. Yeah, that's it. Right. Um, the, the question is, and the thing that I want to go back and look at is, you know, Everyone talks about how tough Justin is, mm-hmm. and I agree. I don't think there's you know, any doubt. Right. I don't, I, I don't think there's any doubt, but I'd like to go back and see what were the injuries that he had to play through in college. Mm-hmm. Well, you remember the before the national championship game. Right. 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 Well, he got hit. It right. was right, but was it a shoulder? Was it a, a hip? I don't. I don't remember what it was. I have to go back and, and look it up, but. You use him like a running back, but he doesn't work out like a running back. You know what I mean? His body's not, during the offseason, he's not conditioning his body to take the pounding that a running back takes. Yeah, interesting you say that because an example of it, is it sustainable is happening in Philadelphia. And they got a very good offensive line, very good wide receivers, yes. right? Yes. Jalen Hurts. But all the whole broadcast, we're hearing about how he squats, 
600 pounds. Right. But he doesn't take very many hits because they got a good line. They yeah. can run the ball. Yes. Right. So I, I, I'm sorry. But but that's that's a great point. Yeah. And yes, I think to a certain point it's sustainable. But like you said, even if they put all the pieces in around him, how much does this particular individual's body hold up? Because like we've already said, he's something different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's, for as much as people want to compare him to Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson, he's a different type of runner. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson is very elusive. He's very wiry. Um, you know, you look at a Vic and he was thicker, but he didn't seem to take as many hits as Justin takes. They weren't running the same type of plays with him that they're running with Justin. So, his ability over the course of a season to compile all those hits on the runs, not only, you know, from pass rushers, from blitzing linebackers, from the other reasons why he's going to take hits, that makes me a little nervous. Mm-hmm. And, and the Bears lose the game 31 to 10. Um, obviously, you know, it, it, I, it's kind of weird to be in a season where. You know they're going to lose. Does the score matter? All these questions come up, right? But as far as fields goes, like you said, Cap, we've been saying for weeks on this podcast, for years now, when he takes off, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. It looks different. Yeah, I don't know if I've different. ever seen anything like it. But And the thing that I go back to is he is, before before the game that he got hurt in, he is telling you, you know, I'm, I'm a little tired. I have heavy legs, right? Like, he's basically, before the Atlanta game, he's basically, right. like, as a coach, I mean, as a team, I think you got to listen to that, right? And I go back to what we talked about last week. Do they have to think outside the box? Do they have to say, like, eh, we'll give him this week off? You know, do we have to get him? To, I mean, because it's, it's never been done before to win a title, with a quarterback who's trying to do it basically with his legs. Right. Right. Um, so I, I'm, I'm interested when I watch the Eagles play. I'm interested. I'm, I'm watching them. They're the best. A lot of people argue the best right tackle in the league. They have a very good, they have a very good center. You could argue he's the best. Right. They, they got good wide receivers. They got good running backs. They got a good defense. I, I'm Because I'm, I'm thinking Ian Cunningham, the assistant general manager is from Philadelphia. I'm thinking they're building the team. To look like yeah. to look like the Eagles, right? right. Like collect a- collect assets, collect picks, sign free agents where where you have holes, draft a lot of guys, and then build your team. Um, but I just until I see it, I just I don't know, man. But but he obviously takes more hits right now because he doesn't have really two high quality tackles. He doesn't have a high quality offensive line, right? Right. Um, Claypool looked better yesterday. Uh, Simeon threw him the ball. He beat Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner, good cornerback, good man. Corner. He was all uh, over him, Yeah, too. all yeah, over. he was all over. Uh, Pringle makes a couple nice catches. But uh, Trevor Simeon, um, we'll work on a quarterback sneak another time. But What was that, dude? I don't know. I don't, and then, and then uh, we, we asked, well, who are we talking about when we talked about the, what, a, what a color is an oblique? Weren't we talking about somebody? <laughs> yeah. We were talking about somebody. What color right. was that? Um I was thinking about this guy. I don't mean to go off subject. But if you hurt your oblique in warm-ups, no one can see that. So you have to report it. 
Right. Right. And I'm not doubting he hurt his oblique. But he report he reported he hurt his oblique. Then he was out, and then he overcame it. It's amazing, man. You know, right? This was an amazing drama that was created in my mind just by Simeon all, all by himself. Like I'm out. I cannot throw the ball. I'm in. Right? Because like it's not like you you get rolled up on in right free game. Right. So you have to walk right. over to somebody and tell them, "I think I hurt my oblique." And I would yeah. say, "What color?" <laughs> What? Anyway, see, see, see my, my confusion. I, anyway, I, I went off track a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, no, I get it though. I I'm mean, as interested as anybody is this Justin Fields thing, man. Like he is fun to watch. Yes, this is a, a made. This is Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham, Coach Eberflus, Getsy. They have a. They have to do something, Cat. That's never been done. If, if they want this to work, right? They have to win with a guy who primarily right now, that doesn't mean he can't get better. He primarily wins with his legs. And right. then they got to keep him healthy. Right. Right? So I, I don't know. It's just going to be an interesting run. And it's funny because the franchise asking for your patience has not earned it. They have not earned the benefit of the doubt. Right. We talk about many times on here. Last time they won a playoff game was 2010. Since George has been in charge, they have not won a playoff game. These are the guys who are telling you. So that's why I kind of laugh. There in yes, that's a long time. You see my hair, right? So my daughter yesterday, I go braid my hair. She started dying laughing. Um, but hey, hey. So, uh, but it's 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 a kind of an interesting situation, right? Because everybody just is throwing this season away for a fan base. I'm basically a fan now, Kat. Right. For a fan base that we haven't won anything right. in a long time. It's been a while, Kat. Just wondering like, what you think about, because you want to, gosh, I want to support Justin Fields. You want to support this team. Just Okay, like, like okay, like you just got to trust us for, like, but in the back. I'm going to say this. Next year better be fucking good. Yeah. I'll say that. It, you yeah. keep telling it. You know, next right. year better be fucking unbelievable. The 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 problem I have is <clears throat> for as much as we love Fields and what he brings to the table, we have no idea what Poles' ideal quarterback is. Mm-hmm. And with having a pick coming so high in the draft this year, Alex Smith, right, Mahomes. That's what he's seen. Right. Andy Reid. Right. Right. So, I mean, is everyone, I mean, yes, Fields is a, looks to be a once in a lifetime talent. Mm -hmm. But if he's not what Poles has in mind Mm -hmm. for this organization, for this offense, I mean, what's to stop him from, you know, if they end up with the second or third or fourth pick in the draft? taking a quarterback I, I I would if I'm him if I feel that way third through fifth is why I'd be looking at a quarterback right I think so yeah. I wouldn't I probably wouldn't use my first round pick just because the two lines the Bears have pick them need work pick them yes. yeah. pick them now yes. now I, I hear a lot yes. of people saying now the D line's a bigger problem 
I like to remind him I said that in April, but that's okay. I don't like being right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ken, I laugh because you know what I say to myself? I think to myself, they want them. To, they want the team to take a D lineman because if the Chicago Bears fix the O line, what's everybody going to talk about, Cat? Yeah, you're right. Oh, did yeah. you see this uh, uh, empty protection where um, they thought Borum missed the end and let him go? Yes. You know what I love the most about that? We talked about this earlier. In one, in three minutes, all the Bears Twitter told you they know nothing, nothing about, about offensive line, line. play. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Hey, don't get mad at us. Right. Right. You know? Did no one see the guy come up <laughs> over Sam with his head down? Closest guy to the quarterback is our responsibility. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to let the to, widest guy go. He needs to point the mug defender. Oh, oh the center with his head down. Right. He needs to point the <laughs> right. mug defender. What? What are we talking about here? But why are they sliding left? You notice Quentin Williams over there, right? right? Like, we're going right. to, we, we probably want to double. That's anyway, the guy we're looking to double. <laughs> and Cat, really, on that play, the defense did a nice job. Mosley yeah. did a nice job. It's just not, it's not, I mean, I guess Simeon could have, but, but you had a backup quarterback. You had the backup right tackle. So, Cat, you tell us, as the backup right tackle, how much work do you get on empty protection squeeze call? Yeah, how much work do you get, period? Period, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you figure if you're running a 10-play team period, your starters getting seven to eight of those reps, mm-hmm. and you're getting one or two, and most of them are probably runs. Runs. You know what I mean? Um, they're, they're, you're not getting anything difficult. You're not getting any odd looks in practice. You're probably not getting any of blitz, period. You know what I mean? And now, like you said, you're talking about a backup quarterback that, you know, probably knew he was going to be playing Wednesday or Thursday or was taking reps like he was going to be playing Wednesday or Thursday. And like you said, a backup tackle that was probably splitting reps because you have to imagine they weren't sure about Morham during the week. Right. No. Yeah. The concussion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this earlier. He changed his stance. Yes. It looks like it. It looks like he narrowed his stance up a little bit. It looks very odd now. Yeah, I don't know. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. He's yeah. a big man. Yes, Stay he big. Is. Yeah. Stay big. Uh, it looked Good. like, I, I I don't know, and you know, it would have to be a conversation with him, but I know at one point in time I had tried to narrow my stance up just so I could get a better kick out of my stance, mm-hmm. but it was such an awkward change that... It, 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 it screwed up the mechanics of a lot of different things. Yeah, I narrowed my stance later in my career. I lost hip mobility. Right. So I couldn't sit in my hips anymore. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know that. I just narrowed it naturally because I couldn't stand. I couldn't move out of one stance anymore. Right. So, um, but uh, I didn't think he played very good. I didn't think, I thought Borum was playing better Looked football. Looked like he took a step back. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. the time off. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a, um, it's just, gosh, a young, young player. You want to keep seeing them develop. The Bears right. need them. Yes. The Bears need young football players to develop. You see everywhere, man. I mean, you sign a free agent, you draft a guy, they get injured. You need more than just one or two guys who can play. You need right. a bunch of them. I mean, uh, the Eagles, their left guard was going in and out of the game. They keep bring somebody else in. So yeah. you just need, uh, uh, as much as uh, fans want to say replace that guy, you, you got to develop young, good football players. I think Borum has a chance to be a young, good football player. Yes. I'd like to see them continue to try to develop him. It was good to see Tevin back. 
I enjoy watching yeah, Kevin. Yeah, it's good to see him. I, I, I enjoy watching him when he's on the field. Uh, you know, he goes after people. He gets people on the ground. He gives them a little bit of extra, you know, when he has the chance. Um, you know, I just, I just need him to be there mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, physically, I see it. Physically, I see it. I, what he does on the field, I physically, I see, I relate to, I agree with. Mm-hmm. Now I just need him to lock in. Every day. You know, I need you to be that guy every day. Every day. Right. Every right. day. Every day. Every Sunday, Monday through Friday, I need you to be that guy. Yeah. Bears, uh, again, Cat, I mean, crazy. Uh, rush for 127 yards. I mean, they can run the ball. Yes. This team, David Montgomery. He wasn't going down easy yesterday, no. man. Uh, he, he, that guy's tough. That first third down, uh, hit him in, you know, they got man coverage. He beats him, runs, I mean, doesn't hit the ground, tries to run guys over, even out of bounds. He's trying to run somebody over. So, a uh, good, you know, uh, the Bears continue to run the ball. Uh, Braxton Jones pulls well. Uh, you know, I'm just, I don't know. Bra- Bra- Braxton's an interesting, I think he's good. And then, you know, like, I, he has I, his I, moments. I, I count the seconds. For when the ball is out, and from when he's near the quarterback, yeah, my, it's always about three seasons. My problem with him yeah. is his he, he he turns his shoulders too fast for me sometimes. Um, doesn't you know, absorb. When, he doesn't absorb credibly well. He doesn't right. absorb. He doesn't. But, but I think that's part young. of. He's but young. I think that's part of. You know, in when, when he sets. He immediately gets his shoulders turned, and that shortens the corner. He gets a ton of help. He gets yeah. a ton of help. Yeah. They they do a nice job helping him. I'll say this. If I'm the right tackle, I'm wondering, like... <laughs> can I get a little bit? Yes. <laughs> hey, can I get a little yeah. bit? <laughs> can I get a little bit over here? <laughs> hey, I, I was in offensive line rooms before. Right. There was a lot of arguments right. about where the help was going. Right. So I'm sure I'm sure the other lineman knows, but uh, young, you got young left tackle. Um I don't know, Cat. Anything else on the offense? It was good to see Claypool make a catch. Pringle. Yes. Um, yes. You know, they uh, only scored 10 points again. Did they ever say what happened to Claypool? I know he limped off at the end. And Mooney, man. Came they lost down Mooney. weird. I mean, I don't know how long. It looks like I've, some people are reporting Mooney's out for a year. That, that yeah, was they tough. said Mooney. I heard something this morning. Mooney had surgery already or was going in for surgery or... Just trying to take all my hope away. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. We got the Packers this week. I just need one win. You know, I need one, one win out of this team, man. Um, well, hey, man, it, it, it feels it could show up. Put the cape on, Justin. Put the cape on. Okay. Do you, with the bye week mm-hmm. next week, mm-hmm. knowing his shoulder is a little banged up, mm-hmm. do you, even though it's Green Bay, right. do you give him Green Bay week off, which gives him three weeks to recover from whatever that shoulder injury is? If if we're a playoff team, yes. But we're not. Right. So I'd probably play him against Green Bay. Sit him against Philadelphia and Buffalo and bring him back. <laughs> In my opinion, I just that I was gonna put that out there. Uh, Green Bay's defense really struggled with Jalen Hurts last night. Now. Yes, I mean they struggled with a running. We'll talk more about this on Friday, but they struggled with running quarterback. I I was wondering about anyway. Well, Green Bay's got their own problems. Yes, yeah, they, I, do. I, they got their own they problems. Do. But um, if if Justin Fields wants to play this week in the city. Of Chicago versus the Green Bay Packers. I let them play because we talked about it earlier. Our fans yeah. have not had a lot to celebrate. Right. 
Right. Not over the last year, not over the last two years, not over the last three years. So, so you're saying since you 2007, there's been one, there's been one playoff victory. So you're saying you don't want to go down to the lakefront and watch Love and Simeon? Um, enjoyed Simeon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the quarterback sneak. Hit. I just want to ask him. You know what was what what made him what made him think the edge was open? I want to know what did he see? Dude, I've never seen anybody go that wide, that wide. out. Yes, I mean, he, he he legitimately was outside of command. You put Montgomery in a wildcat, man. Yeah. Right. What's going on there? I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, he, you, know, you know what that was? That was like, you motherfuckers want to keep calling quarterback sneak after I have to take a pain-killing <laughs> shot in my oblique. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, Getsy and Flues, they do believe, right? Like, if you're on the field, you sure you could play. Right. Hey, uh, we, we heard, we heard, you, we heard you Flues it, say You that. get it all. You get it all. <laughs> you get it all. Uh, I think he, he ended up outside the tight end box. Yeah. I think, I think, no, I don't know. I think quarterback sneak is right behind the center. I mean, everybody is wedge, wedge blocking. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he legitimately was at least a yard to a yard and a half outside of the tight end. Line. I mean, I That's do no a, man's land. I do appreciate that he ran quarterback outside zone. That was nice. That was nice. <laughs> Turned his shoulders. He pressed the hole. That that <laughs> that was one of those situations you ever had a coach tell you if you go out there you're on your no, own. Yes, yes. Hey. hey, you can cut outside if you want, right? But you are on your own. Ah <laughs> uh, man. A- anyway, yes. um, just it's funny watching these games, and again, like we talked, like we talked about earlier, it's like I know I like when people tell you like this year's not about winning. Like guys, like. You're not like, do you feel like a genius when you say that? Like everyone noticed that. We noticed that in August, right? Like it's about Justin Fields developing and we have a, okay, okay, okay. We're just telling you now, they haven't won a lot here. Right. And I was there a lot when we weren't winning a lot. You know what I mean? Like just, just so you guys, like we all, we all see the same things. Right. It's just, man, it's a lot to ask from a fan base that hasn't won a lot. It's a lot it of is. trust to ask for. It is. It is. So it is. I find I just find this. Um, I was trying to think. I'm going to try to look for another franchise that's, you know, because the Eagles, they just won a Super Bowl, and they rebuilt it again. The, right. the line is Lane Johnson and Kelsey there for the Super Bowl. Like they were, they're guys who won the Super Bowl. They know how to win Super Bowls. Yeah, they got right? guys on their team that know. How yeah, to they, win. they, they, it's not, it's not like they haven't won in a while, yeah. right? They, they know how to win. Right. They have a winning atmosphere. You would argue in their building. They have a winning culture, right? They, they kind of know what to do. They know what a winning player looks like. Bears don't. That's my problem. Bears don't. That's my problem. So, yeah. just an interesting to watch, but, um, the way they develop fields. The way they go about building this team, uh, I'm interested in it. And like you said, how much do, do they themselves believe they can sustain the offense that they're running? Right. Not me. You. We don't. We don't matter. No. Yeah. You know, we just. We just. We just point out obvious history here. Obvious history says this doesn't last. Yeah. Obvious history. We we mentioned that after the after the first week they decided to run the ball to win against New England with with Fields. And they had that mini bye week. Looks good. We mentioned it. And we were like, yeah, I don't know how long that can last. It looks though. good. And all yeah. of a sudden, he's out. So um, I hope he comes back against Green Bay. I want to watch him play Green Bay. And then we can give him a couple weeks off. And, uh, you know, 
They said, they said we schedule, you know, they have vet day. Right. They have a running quarterback game day. You know, if you're a running quarterback, <laughs> you know, hey, I hear something else, Cat. We talked about this. is your day off. We talked about this on the last podcast. Should they have a running quarterback as their backup quarterback? Should they have the yes. same offense? Yes, I think I think you saw I think you saw it uh, yesterday. Right, you saw it yesterday. You you saw the them try and do something different with a different quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, you come out, you throw the ball quick, you try and get it in the guys' hands and let them make plays. It's also the same things we want to see out of fields, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We want to see him be able to get the ball out of his hands, make those quick reads, know what the defense is lining up in, make those you know slight adjustments. And I think he's getting better at it. I don't think he by any means has gotten to the peak of it yet. But you know, these are the things that he has to work on. These are the things that, um, these are the reasons why you need another quarterback like Fields because you don't want to have to go into a week having questions about whether Fields can play or not and having to put in two different offensive game plans. Right. And you, and you come out in the second half and you run a play action with the quarterback in the pocket and they line up in what we like to call Bear. And you get a five-down call, and Tevin and Sam get beat on a TT. And I mean, just, yeah. I, I'd rather you move the quarterback in this. Like, what What from the first half told you, Ryan, a seven-step drop play action? I think at that time, it was only 17 to 10. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a blowout yet, right? I mean, they lose Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson almost had that pick. I thought he was going to the house. I thought he was yeah. going to score. Um We'll move on from the offense, but but as we go, Cat here, I mean, I guess we're watching Braxton Jones, we're watching Tevin. You like you're saying, can Tevin be the guy they've been missing? Yes, Kyle Long, right? Um, oh, Kyle, it's it's a, it's funny to me how similar those two are, right? Yeah. A tremendously talented. I don't want to call them both head cases, but I know Kyle. <laughs> if Kyle wants to call me after the shoot a podcast, be like, "Why the fuck you call me head case?" Right. <laughs> Kyle, we know you're a head case. You know what I mean? Uh, um, Tevin, is, from what we heard, yeah. we've had him on a Seems podcast be, before. Yeah. Um, but both guys, when they're blocking people, you're getting blocked. Right, you're getting. They are. They are moving. They move people. Borum. Yes. I mean, I, I, I'd rather see Borum than Reef right now. Definitely. You know, I, I'd rather see that uh, Claypool. Yeah, that's just Mooney. I love watching Mooney play. Man, he's tough. Uh, Pringle makes a play. Cole Komet. Uh, Montgomery's fun to watch. Herbert's out. Um, well, we've got to give the, that kid a shout out. Darrington Evans? Yes, 21? number 21 Evans, yeah. yes. He did a, I, I thought he did a nice job, man. He did a good job of getting into the holes quick. Appalachian State? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the dorms? Yeah. What'd they play? What is that? Come on, man. <laughs> no, my fault, my fault, my fault. Uh, I thought he looked good, man. But, yeah. you know, young runner. Third back. year guy, right? Was Fresh. it Tennessee? No, we know we called that. Fresh legs. Fresh legs. Fresh legs. Yes. You got to do it again. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be watching for um, Darrington Evans running the ball in week five, from week five when he's still suited up. Yeah. I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Um, but but earn the right again. I mean, earn the right to get suited up again. Yes. Earn the right to get the ball again. Uh, he'll be fun to watch. So we'll see where the Bears go. Um, the defense, Cat. Uh, I thought they were doing all right. And then Eddie Jackson got hurt. You know, Briscoe was already out. Gordon was already out. Um, I was... Going through, I, I had to print up the Bears' numerical roster to like who 
Who's that at safety? Right? All of a sudden, you see, like, Eberflus and Allen Williams. Where did 37 come from? Hey, listen. <laughs> Eberflus and Allen Williams, they don't run a three-down. When you see a three-down diamond and nickel, yeah. they're, they're struggling with personnel, man. It's starting to get, yeah, it's starting, it's starting yeah, to get slim. Man, it's starting to get slim. <laughs> um, the defensive line continues no pressure. Um, they they got a sack. They did, yes, D, Amon Watts. D line yeah. Watts got a sack. Yeah. And, yes. and he was kind of known for that in Minnesota. So, so him getting that pressure doesn't overly surprise me, but um, just the fact that D lineman got a sack yes. was great. Uh, they struggled stopping the run in the game. I didn't know if that was more safeties or who was actually on the field or, you know, right. everyone, you know, been hearing from years from D, you know better than me. Um, guy will be the number first round pick, man. He's the number one pick of the draft. <laughs> you know better than me. Um, it's run fits. You know, it's run yes, fits. And if right. the guy's not in his fit, it doesn't look right. bad. But uh, any, anything you took away from the defense? Other than it needs a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you brought up a good point last week about the D line, running D line games, ends, uh, the end games and the tackle games and how it kind of looked like they were running them with bags right. as opposed to, you know, out there actually on the field. They, they're they so upright. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was just, you know, focused in on a couple of the stunts that they ran and, you know, guys are taking a step up the field, exposing their chest and then trying to knock a lineman's uh, offensive tackle's hands off. What happened is just dip rip and get into that gap, mm. you know, pick the shoulder of the guard, let the ta- defensive tackle come around. I think it's more technique that they need to work on mm-hmm. as than effort. I mean, I, I see them giving good effort, mm-hmm. you know, but I also see technical breakdowns, you know, th- as a defensive lineman, you're not supposed to expose your chest to another. That's what I want you to do. Give me, give me a surface to hit. Right. You know what I mean? You always hear defensive linemen talk about trying to get skinny, trying to get skinny and get through a gap. Oh, that's him taking a surface away from me to hit. Mm-hmm. And these guys just, just don't seem to have that concept right now. Like you said, you get a better, you get, you, you get a defensive end out there that demands a double team. Now you've got a lot of guys working one on ones on the inside. These games come a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're just sliding to slide and they're picking a side. Yeah. And the D line to me, if we're just talking about the D line, it's just like me and you when we have O linemen come in this gym, my gym here. We're sitting in my gym so the listeners know. And they're not overly talented. It's, you have to do, you got to be violent. Right. You got to turn everything to a street fight. Like like you're saying, sometimes it's not the move. You just got to run full speed into that guy. <laughs> hold they hold the tackle. You, yeah. you, you got to play borderline, borderline dirty. You got borderline illegal. Like when you run a game, grab the outside pad of the tackle. Rip it to you. Right. Take a chance of getting called for a holding. But like your 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 hands, you just gotta be basically throwing punches yeah. and running into guys and making that pass rush on third down as ugly as humanly possible. Right? And see, I see them more slapping yes. than throwing punches. Well, they're 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 very technical. Like it's not very violent when I watch yeah. the defensive line yeah. play right now. Right, which to me, they have a bunch of guys on their defensive line who have to be incredibly violent. To stick to be starters, right. right? Like they, you know, like you could, like Pennell's been around for a long time. Angelo Blackson's been around for a long time. Justin Jones been around a while. 
Armand Watts, but mostly as backups or complement to very good D tackles. Yes. Right now, that's just them. This game's got to get a little more ugly for you guys, man. It's like, and like, like, like Sanborn with 15 tackles again. Um, you tell them, like, I'm going I'm to tackle these two linemen. You're going to make the play. Right. They, they just right. got, it's just got to be, right. I, I want to see a little bit more street fight. I want to see the old lineman crying a little bit after plays that you're, you know, guy grabbed my jersey, grabbed my face mask. Just, I don't know, Cat. Like when I watch them, I just don't see enough of that. Yeah. Now, to be fair to the defense, I mean, they weren't giving up a lot of points until Eddie Jackson went down. I hope he's okay. Right. Right. And then, and then that was only because he went down that I think that play gets completed and they scored a touchdown. Right. And that's, uh, they lose yeah. him. In the first half, and then like you said, man, like, you know, it's, it's, it's Crookshank, it's Jalen Jones, it's Sanborn, it's Nicholas Morrow, it's Matthew Adams, it's, you know, I don't know. I, I just, uh, and I'm not saying these guys are bad. I'm saying these guys are, they're away from being starters, right? They're not, I, I, you know what I thought about when I was watching it? Gosh, the starting kickoff team is the starting defense. That's what yeah. I thought about when I watched right. it, right? Like, yeah. that's your starting. Like, Punt team, yeah, right. Yeah, oh, but, these these yeah. guys out here on defense? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Andre Houston Carson, who, who's a good football player, but, you know, you'd rather have Eddie Jackson and Briscoe out there, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you'd rather have Kyler Gordon out there. You'd rather have Robert Quinn. You'd rather have Roquan Smith. You'd rather... A lot of rathers. Sam Bourne continues to be interesting, man. He gets to the ball. Yeah. Um, struggles a little bit on in past coverage, you can tell, covering ground. But, you know, he'll hopefully get better. Right. Hopefully he'll start to recognize things faster, get get to where he's got to be a little quicker. Uh, but he gets to the ball and makes tackles um, and, and ends up coming free. Yeah. He, um, that, that, that long run they had where the Bears missed about three or four tackles. He was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, went in, had a shot, missed his shot. Uh, Houston Carson took a bad angle, ended up overrunning it. And then, uh, what's his name? What's 37's name? Um, the other safety that they is brought that, in uh, for. Crookshank? Is that Crookshank? No, that's no. 29. Yeah. Uh, 37. The, Elijah Hicks. Hicks. He's out of California, Hicks. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he, he took a stiff arm to the face on. Again, your kickoff, kickoff. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, depending on how these injuries end up for next week, I mean, you know, what we saw at the end of the game is more than likely your starting unit versus Green Bay. Yeah. Green Bay's going to, um, with the offensive line and those running backs, Dylan and Jones, and you're probably gonna see a lot of them. And Mercedes Love Lewis didn't and, look. Love didn't look too bad throwing the no, ball last night. I, I, don't want, I, don't, I, didn't want, I didn't even want to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need another good Green Bay quarterback in my life. You know what I mean? I don't. Right. right. Forty five years was enough, and that may not. Please don't tweet at me the exact number. I don't know it. Right. Do I care? Right. Forty plus. I mean. Yeah. Gosh, I'm only 45. How many years of Hall of Fame quarterback have they had? It's it, it's it's, it's funny, man, because I always you know people are always bringing up the well, how many quarterbacks did you play with? I have the slightest idea. I haven't a clue. And if you ask me to name half of them, I I, I can give you you know the ones that stick out: Miller and Kramer. Well, you know, and, you know what they don't realize is how many times those guys went in and out also. Right. Like, oh, did you snap to Jim, Shane, and Kate? 
Yeah, all in the same year. All in the same year, <laughs> right. right? 2002, did you snap to Hutchinson, uh, uh, Kid Krenzel, Jim Miller, Sh- yeah, all, all in that year. Same. All in that year. Hey, yeah. When I was playing down in Champagne, yes, I, I did. Really? Um, just, uh, it, it has been, Cap, but as we close out this show, man, just an interesting, it's an interesting time right now for the Chicago Bears because they do have a player who, like, makes you turn the TV on. He piques your interest. Yes. He may be the only guy who can save this whole thing. He's the little think, think, think about Think about this, okay? Let me put it another way. What if he wasn't exciting? What if you knew he had no chance of being good? Where would this franchise be? Yeah. If Justin Fields didn't put on that show he did, from the New England game on. Because as much as everybody wants to hate Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, if they don't trade the picks and draft Justin Fields, if they stay put last year, if Justin Fields is not in this building, Cap. And we just go with the red rocket. Yes. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like it's an in, that's why I'm saying it's an interesting yeah. time, man, right now. Because a franchise who has no right no right to ask for you to believe in what they're doing. Right. That's what they're doing. And the only reason you're believing is because of Justin Fields, Fields man. It's because of Fields. Because when he takes off and yeah. run, he's the best athlete on the whole field. Yeah. And he's got even me thinking like, man, man if they get my game off here and they get off there, I've never seen it before, Cap. And I'm talking hey, to myself. Into you. It. Yeah, I'm talking to myself. Hey, George basically assassinates my character. I'm still talking myself into the Bears winning damn football games. You know? I'll be over there. Uh, 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 Justin Fields bring a touchdown around. I'll be high fiving George on the side. Like, yeah, George. Where to go, George? Where to go? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You listen to the No Name Football Podcast. Uh, he's James Big Cat Williams. I'm Olin Cruz. You can find all all of us on Twitter. Uh, hopefully, Jason McKee will come back if Justin Fields starts. Thinking, no, that's, that's, I made that up. Don't believe that. Don't believe that. <laughs> we'll see you guys on Friday. <laughs> uh, 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 Big Cat told me, you do the introduction so you can jump on J-Mac. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Hey, guys. It's Olin Cruz, and I want to tell you about Tequila Embajador, the official tequila of the No Name Podcast. Whether it's celebrating a big win or just kicking back after work, adding tequila in Bajador takes every gathering to the next level. The care, quality, and patience put into each and every bottle of tequila in Bajador can be tasted from the first sip to the last. And it's why we're honored to call them our teammates. Go to their website, EmbajadorTequila.com, and use the code Kick off 10 and receive your discount on your next purchase of Tequila Embajador, the official tequila of the No Name Podcast. Well, that does it for our show today on the No Name Football Podcast. We thank all of our listeners for listening and supporting us on all the social media platforms. Make sure you download our podcast. We're on all the platforms, Spotify, iTunes, whatever your choice is. Make sure you download it. Make sure you tell your friends and family. Give us a rating if you like. Hopefully, it's a five-star rating, but if not, give us a rating anyway. Uh, we liked your uh, feedback and criticism, that uh, things we can improve on upon our show. But before we go, as usual...
Man, I want to suit up right now. In the words of the great Mike Brown, you guys keep making plays in life, and we'll keep making these great podcasts for you. We're out, and we'll see you next time, Chicago. Take care. God bless. Mahalo.